want to talk this morning, you've probably got the clue as to what the subject is today. Uh, it's our Giving Sunday, we're calling it. And I want to talk about giving and generosity. And uh, this is at the heart of, of the gospel, really. Uh, and uh, I just want to read uh, from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, beginning at verse 6. This is what Paul says to the church in Corinth and what the Lord says to us. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly and not under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Now, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. Uh, it, that's the way round it works. And um, why give? First of all, I just want to say that love, if, if, if God is love, and one of the definitions of God is love, the definition of love is giving. That's how you define love. God so loved the world that he gave, that he gave his only son. And, and giving is, is a key expression of love. Love that does not give itself away is not really love. And what is it that we're called to give? Yes, money, time, energy, prayers, encouragement, and our hearts. And our hearts. We're called to be a people who follow Jesus, our Lord and Master and King, and who do what he does. And he gave himself away. And, you know, we're called to give uh, our, our energy, our prayers, our encouragements, our time, all of these things, all of these things, but also, and I have to say it, our money. Now, there's, there's two things that I'll be honest with you, I hate talking about in church. One is sex and the other is money. And we're planning to do sex sometime in the new year. Oh Lord, I'm so looking forward to that day. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but I'm gonna talk about money and next time, we haven't talked about money for years, for, for over two years and I hope it'll be another two years before we talk about it again. And next time it's your turn uh, to talk about it. Uh, but why talk about money? First of all, 
because Jesus talks about money and he talks about money a lot. He really does. There's an awful lot of things that Jesus says about money. And someone said that commitment is spelt M-O-N-E-Y. And there's truth in that. There's truth in that. Someone else said that the last thing that gets converted is a person's wallet. When your wallet's converted, we know you're there. <laughs> and, and that is, for many of us, it's the last thing for all sorts of reasons. So how and why? How and why do we give? First of all, we give as an act of worship. It's to Jesus. It's for Jesus. Um, uh, Jesus says uh, at the end of, uh, of Luke's gospel, he says, when you feed the hungry, when you give the thirsty a drink, when you clothe the naked, when you visit the prisoner, when you welcome the stranger in, you do it for me. You do it for me. First, when we give, we give to Jesus. It is an act of worship. That's, that's what the scripture tells us. Um, secondly, we give as an, to church. When we give to church, and I know giving is a lot more than to church, but I want to talk about church. It's an act of family. It's an expression of being family. We are one family. In any well-functioning family, everyone shares. You know, I mean, when you're very, when you're, when you're one, you don't, you don't share the burden. But as you grow up, everyone shares. And it is an expression of being committed to a family. And we are a family. Uh, and God has done the most amazing things among us. Um, in the last years, um, it astonishes me uh, what, what the Lord has done. And, but he wants to do more. He wants to do more. And he's given us a vision. He's given us a vision uh, to be a healing place, to be a place where people can come and, and find healing of the heart, restoration uh, in themselves, where, where they can be healed relationally, uh, where the lonely can find a home. He's given us a vision to communicate the good news of Jesus to those around us in Watford and to do that. And one of the things that's the most wonderful thing about phase one of our building thing next door is since it was completed in, at the end of July, it's, it's beyond our wildest dreams how the Lord has used that space. I mean, even, even on Thursday with the pastors, the number of leaders who said, what an amazing place. What an amazing place to come and to be. Every Wednesday now, um, do you know that Wednesday mornings, we're, we're hosting next door um, over 100 Afghan refugees who are still stuck in, in a couple of local hotels because they've got nowhere to live. The, in, 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 in rooms, the whole family's together. And they're coming and there's a team that is hosting them. Uh, we want to start regular cafes for, for folk in our community. Uh, we've done so many things. You know, the Mexican fiesta, the Brazilian barbecue, all the other things. And it, it, it is part of the ministry. And we did it together. 
We did it together. And God has given us, I believe, a responsibility to serve other churches. He really has. And, and again, I, just this last, this last week, I'm, I'm still trying to work, to work it out. Um, but I, I've seen another piece. Uh, I know I have. Uh, when we decided, when we felt God tell us and he told us to stop the festivals in the summer, I was thinking, you know what? This is wonderful because at my age now, I can just go into gentle and slow early retirement. You know, we're just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just grow as a church. We'll be happy as a church. We'll witness as a church. We'll do a few things here and there. And I'll spend more time in my garden. And I'll spend more time in my favorite restaurants and all of that stuff. And uh, this week, if I didn't realize it before, it's like... That may have been my plan, but I ain't the Lord's. <laughs> I think he's trying to kill me, to get me to heaven early. I don't know. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. That's not like, like. well, he might be wanting me to get to heaven early, but not. Anyway, um, and, and, and I tell you, I tell you, it, it's, it's like he's saying, he's saying we've got a role. When we stopped the festivals, when we, were, when we were praying and we felt the Lord saying, before we said anything, I've told some of you this before, I was in New Zealand and someone who knew nothing, knew nothing about what we were thinking, what we had decided actually before we announced it, said, I don't get this, but I've got a picture of you. You're a trapeze artist and you're on a trapeze, which is ridiculous to start with. Um, and he said, and the Lord is saying to you, you have to let go of one trapeze in order to catch the next one. And I knew then, I knew that was the Lord, but I didn't, I'm realizing this week that, oh my word, this next trapeze is a little bit higher than I thought, you know? And, and, and we, but what we do want, we do want to serve the wider church. And God has given us a responsibility. I don't know why, but he's given us favor all over the flipping show. It's ridiculous. And we don't deserve it. And we're not good enough. And, you know, we, 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 I don't know why, but he has. And while he has, we want to be obedient. And we want to plant churches. And we want to serve other churches. And I'll just say this, uh, with Vanessa here, you know, literally her church is three minutes walk from this church. Well, you said it was three minutes walk. The way I walk, it's three minutes if you're power walking, five minutes if you're walking like me. Uh, but it's just around the corner. And they're starting a, a new service for families, for children, for everything. They're taking, they're taking a risk. And I don't want anyone to leave this church. I, I, I want, in, in, in my ambition, I want this church to grow bigger than HTB, and I say it on live stream, Nikki Gumbel. I want it to grow bigger than Hillsong. Yes, you flashy mob. I want to be bigger than you. I want to be bigger than the biggest mega church out. I had a moment there. But... 
I would rather, if you sense the calling, you left and joined Vanessa, because that's God's heart. His heart, not my ambition. Let's do his heart. Let's die to our ambition. Let's put it to death for the sake of the kingdom. And if you feel that God is calling you to go and help Vanessa as she brings life to that lovely church and encourages that lovely bunch of people, you have our blessing. You have our blessing. We want to give away. We want to bless. And we want to do this for others, whatever the cost because this is about his kingdom. We're his kids and we do what he wants and what he says. And so we want to do all this as family. And do you know, we felt the Lord saying uh, to make more space for, for others to join us. And we have been growing. But, um, and we're, the plans for the next phase are with the, the architects are working on them now. And uh, we're going to join the two, and this is going to be a much bigger space, and we're going to do it very differently, and uh, there's going to be loads more space. And um, how many of you were here? It was three and a half years ago when we had our giant gift day for next door and for this. Just put your hand up if you were here then. Gosh. Put your hand up if you weren't. Well... The first service, it was two-thirds were, one-third weren't. This service, it's one-third are, two-thirds aren't. That's interesting, isn't it? Well, those of you that were here, I don't know if you remember it like we remember it, but do you know, do you know, we came together as a family and there was such joy. We all met, all the services met together. We had lunch and then we had a, a, a service where we, where we, gave our pledges and people stood here at the front and others came with their envelopes, with their pledges and put them in. And the thing that struck me, and I'll never forget, was the joy that day. The joy before we knew what was given, way before we knew, you know, and there was, there was this joy as people were giving. And I wasn't sure how to work it out. Half of me was thinking, something's happening. I can feel it in my water. And the other half of me was thinking, wait a minute, they're too joyful. If they, were, if they were really giving, they'd be miserable. If they were really giving, they'd be sad. You know, it'd be like, oh no, I can't go on holiday to Tenerife now. Oh no, I can't go to Starbucks three days a week. You know, in my case, oh no, I can't go to that restaurant as many times, whatever it was. And it was like, they're, they're too joyful. And then the end of the service they phoned through just towards the end and they told us the figure the team had added it up and I said to them it that can't be go and add it again you got it wrong I'm not announcing that and they assured me that they checked it and double checked it and treble checked it and the giving that day was about one million nine hundred thousand pounds was what came in one million nine hundred thousand pounds and it was given with joy because God loves a cheerful giver. 
And when we give, it results in joy. Whatever we give, whether it's time or encouragement or prayer or our energy, whenever we invest, there's a joy. There's a joy in giving. You know that, you know, isn't there a joy in giving others presents at Christmas? There is a, there is a bit of joy. Well, there is, I love it. I love it when I get the right one present, you know. Uh, but there, there, was, there was a joy in that as we did it together, you know, not under compulsion, but cheerfully. And so we give as a step of faith. It's a step of faith. And, and a number of you don't have spare money, nor do I, nor do I. But do you know what? It's an opportunity to trust. It's an opportunity to trust because listen to this. Matthew 6, beginning at verse 19. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, There your heart is also. And there's the truth about that. You know, there's there's something about putting a stake in the ground. I'm committed to this. And that's where I'm putting my money. Listen to this, just a few verses later on. Verse 25. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes, etc., etc.? And then he finishes by saying, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. That is, my friends, a promise. In Luke chapter 6, verse 38, Jesus says, Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. lap. There's something about that. Now, we hesit- I hesitate over that verse because we, we, we don't want to get into prosperity gospel. It's not about, you know, give 10 pounds and God will bless you with 100 pounds. You know, give your, you know, give your mini and God will give you a Mercedes. It's not that. That's not giving. That's exchanging. That's, that's bartering with God. And, and that's not it. But also, we've been so afraid of not going anywhere near prosperity gospel teaching that sometimes I feel we've ended up with a poverty gospel um, culture. And, and the truth is, God blesses those who give. And it, it, maybe not with finance, with finance, although he looks after. That's where, where faith comes in, he looks after. But he blesses us with so many things. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap. And then Paul says, quoting Jesus, it is more blessed to give than to receive. 
And it really is blessed to give. I've said already, with gratitude and joyfully. With gratitude and joyfully. We, we, we give because we're grateful for what God has given us and as a decision. And that's why we got the envelopes here. You know, it's, it's about making a decision more than a feeling because feelings come and go. And I just want to invite you, the reason we've got those envelopes, if, if you're part of our church and you're not yet giving, I invite you to prayerfully consider uh, uh, and pray about what you should give and to fill in uh, the forms on the, on the envelopes. And if you can, maybe do it before you leave. Or if you, you take them home, um, they, there's a, please fill them in and post them. Uh, it's postage is paid. So if you do say that you want to give, could you at least, you've got to at least give more than the cost of the postage. Um, okay. So you commit to that. Uh, but but it's, it's a decision. And when we don't make a decision, usually we don't give. And so I invite you to consider that. Uh, I've said it generously. Generosity releases blessing. I've said all these in advance of my <laughs> notes. Um, uh, yeah, and again, finally, we're coming into land. Because we are family and we can do more together. And I want to say this, and I mean it. I would rather if lots of people gave a little than a few people gave a lot. Because spiritually, that's so much more healthy. It's so much more healthy. Lots of people give a little than a few people give a lot. You know, and because we want it to be all of us together all of us walking together, all of us serving uh, together. And, and do you know, uh, when, when we all do something together, a miracle happens. Three and a half years ago, a miracle happened. That, it should, we, that amount should not have happened. You know, it just shouldn't. Knowing who we are, we're not Knightsbridge, we're Watford, you know, and, and, and that, that didn't make sense. But God did a miracle because everybody, everybody owned it and everybody walked together. And uh, yeah, I've said it really. Acts 2, the day of Pentecost, one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit coming. It says at the end of the day of Pentecost, uh, um, one of the marks of the giving of the Spirit was generosity. Thanks, Johnny. I'm, I'm, being, I'm being told what to say. <laughs> and I can't, I can't read it naturally. Like, it's just my idea. Um, and just so that you know, just so that you know, for... Um, for phase two, where we're going to build, join the two together, this sanctuary will become bigger. There will be more rooms. There will be more everything for visitors. Uh, we don't know the cost yet. It's with the architects and then when it goes to tender. But it's going to be a lot. But just so that you know, with the money that we've still got in the bank for building, 
uh, we, with the money that we're getting from selling uh, the house at Tudor Avenue and with a, a gift that we know has been promised and is coming, uh, having paid everything for next door, we're going to have to begin with one and a half million towards that. So it's a start. It's better than a smack in the mouth, as I always say, you know, and God's done that. God's done that. He's with us. He is with us. Uh, we give, finally, for the sake of others. We give for the sake of others. This is not about us. This is about out there. We give. When we started this church 29 years ago, next September will be our 30th birthday. Uh, we, we, those that were here right at the beginning, they gave sacrificially and we bought the warehouse next door. Then we outgrew that. People gave sacrificially and we bought this. And then it's happened again. And what it is all the time, it's so we can make space for those who are not yet part of our family. It's about the mission of God. This is about mission. This is about mission. For those in Watford, in this area, who don't yet know Jesus, for those churches that we're going to plant and sow into and serving the wider church as well. Generosity is sacrifice for the benefit of others. That's what it is, for the benefit of others. And just the one thing that um, I'm just saying spontaneously because I've thought of it myself. Um, if you watch regularly online, um, and not at the expense of your church, please don't give to us instead of your church. You give to your church, we're free, okay? But if you would like to, if you would like to join with us in addition to what you give to your church, you can go to soulsurvivalwatford.co.uk forward slash give. And... Um, yeah, and, and join us um, in the mission that God has given us here. We Just in case, just in case you were wanting that. The final thing I will say, I think, is a quote from Anne Frank. And Anne Frank was a Jewish teenager who lived in Amsterdam at the time of the Second World War. If you've read the diaries of Anne Frank, it's amazing. She... She and her family hid from the Nazis and she was discovered just before the war ended and she died in a concentration camp. But she said this, this quote in one of her diaries, no one ever became poor through being generous. No one ever became poor through being generous. And I think that's a lovely, lovely quote to end on. This church has been incredibly generous over the years. And we're teaching this because Jesus taught about it and because we believe that God has a mission for us. It's about worship, it's about faith, and it's about being family. But I want to end by saying this. I don't want anyone to feel bad or guilt, to, to give out of guilt or to give out of obligation. There may be some here, you're just in no position 
you know, if you're in, in loads of debt, you, you pay your debt. You know, deal with that. Um, uh, and, but I don't want anyone to give out of that. And I'll say this from me. I can't say on behalf of the trustees of the church because I haven't checked with them or the pastors of the church because I haven't checked with them. But if you can't give cheerfully, then don't give. Then don't give. And we'll still love you. And by the way, just so that you know, Andy and I have no idea who gives or who gives what. And we don't want to because we don't want that to, to get in the way at all. We're part of the family and we're not here to, to, to look over anyone's shoulder. Uh, you are loved here by God. Uh, it's God's, God's grace isn't a reward for giving. Um, we give out of God's grace, not in order to earn God's grace. That's how it works. And so I just wanted to finish on that. This is meant to be an encouragement. I invite you, I invite you to join in the fun. If you don't give, prayerfully consider what you can. If you have been giving for years, maybe you could pray, prayerfully consider what you should be giving from now on, whether that should change. And this is all as worship for Jesus.